0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer, aka Sirgan Carr. I'm speaking with Nicole Stromso in this episode, who is a vocalist, a writer, an instructor. She has a space, both online and physically now, um, called the Inner Space Creative Studio, where she blends a whole bunch of modalities that she's been working in, um, mindfulness, yoga, voice lessons, you know, music itself, because she's such a a student of it. She graduated from Berklee School of Music. That's when I met her. Um, however, we are related. That was the first time that I had met her. She's a cousin of mine, and I met her when she was going to school in Boston. I went out there, and we uh, had such a great time, and we had so much in common. It was so cool to meet a long lost relative who had so many similar interests and passions to me. And that kind of continued, you know, then it was music and then we both sort of found the yoga world and delved into that and law of attraction and envisioning things and all that. So she's gonna tell us about a bunch of her projects, um, including this inner space creative studio that she's created for in-person and online voice lessons that combine all these different modalities that she is interested in for helping people to express very real emotions and heal through their voices. So what could be better than that? All right, here we go. I
1: love your backdrop.
0: Thank you. I just set this up yesterday was it yesterday or the day before because now I don't have kids at home and I have yeah every time to (laughs) redecorate
1: that's awesome where are you I am in my studio um which is a new development but I'm pretty excited about it I have a little backdrop too back there didn't set it up but yeah are you recording yes Um, no, I don't have a recording studio set up, just music and teaching voice lessons and, um, yoga and some other, some other things in here. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. I have so many like personal life questions for you, but (laughs) I can save that for when we're not doing podcasts. (laughs)
0: Call you a different time and ask
1: you, but, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Well, and if it comes up, feel free, but so you, your life I imagine has changed quite a bit since the coronavirus. So much. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, that too. Just in general <laughs> so much. So much since <laughs> so much I last since saw you. you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well that too. Yes. Um, but yeah, also with with Corona. has been that's been interesting. But because um, you were also for posting me. Posting all
0: these great pictures of you doing live stuff. It was so good. Yeah, great. I was
1: pre- performing every weekend. Yeah. Right. So all that got shut down and it I'm having my first performance on Friday again, but I think that's a rarity i'm not sure that i'll be like really in the swing of it again until next year Uh um so yeah that's a shift but actually a welcome one i'm very fortunate to not be too negatively impacted by the situation um i've been wanting so my business that i've been wanting to start and kind of starting is called inner space creative studio and i've just been not putting it off, but there's been other things that have been the priority instead of working on that. Um, so, with coronavirus, it's given me some time to say, okay, I'm not performing. I can kind of refocus my energy on this other element that I've been wanting to develop anyway. So, that's been, that's been actually pretty nice.
0: So, is um, that what you were saying? It's the voice lessons and the yoga classes. Like- right.
1: Yeah. So, it's kind of like intuitive arts, voice, voice lessons, but kind of more like I'll teach a traditional voice lesson. Um, but I'm a little more interested in kind of an energetic voice lesson or like an emotional expression. You know, a lot of people don't have uh, encouraging outlets to express all sorts of things or, or maybe they're not comfortable with it. And so, you know, through song and music and through someone else's lyrics Mm -hmm. You can get a lot of feelings out, you know, you can sing a really angry song if you want to, or just get, you know, just express things that maybe normally you wouldn't give yourself the full freedom to express. Um, So I'm interested in that. And then also combining that with movement. Um, So I did get certified for yoga instruction, but I'm kind of, I've been teaching some traditional hatha classes, but I'm a little more interested in just using it as a, as breathwork practice for singing. Mm Mm-hmm. um in a lot of postures like I've been combining some vocal warm-ups with sun salutations even oh cool just you know standing ones not going into plank and all that but um yeah so warming up the voice going up and down your range using your arms and you're adding the physicality to everything oh, um, that's so that's cool. been fun yeah and kind of combining um I've been working a lot with uh tarot cards in the last few years so I'm kind of i cards at the beginning of lessons too just to give a theme like an Uh arc or a theme or it's kind of fun like regardless if what anyone thinks about the cards it offers a different perspective and it's you know um so that kind of just set I can set a tone that way and say oh like what's going on in this area of your life maybe we can work through that with the voice and working through this song and you know it it comes together in a way that feels really natural um yeah, so that's, that's been so really cool. exciting. So yeah. Do, do I- people
0: come to your studio? Or have you
1: been- yeah, so that's what shifted with Corona is that okay. I've had to do it over Zoom instead, which I don't <laughs> love. <laughs> but but I've been wanting to kind of experiment with that um, because I'd like to be able to provide the service nationally, internationally, you know, mm-hmm. not not have it just be limited to my small town area that i'm living in mm-hmm. um, so it's been good to practice and see what that's like uh, i found that warming up the voice is very hard over zoom because it really only lets one person at a time make sound I can which is show great you for speaking. to change
0: that if you want. Oh.
1: More. Yes. Somebody <laughs> me
0: that cuz i was teaching a a yoga class to russians of all things. And wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so so he so he um, the guy showed me how to do it. It has to do with your setting, your sound settings. And it it's better. Like you can, okay, it, it doesn't cut the other person off.
1: Okay. I'll try that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can also look it up. Like there's instructions and stuff, but yeah.
1: Okay. It's not, it, it's not
0: ideal for, for like, yeah. Singing together.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I'll check into that. Um, my temporary solution was to make warm up videos that people mm. could do at home. Like before the session, mm-hmm. so they can do a warm-up video, and it, you know, there's cons to that also because it's not in real time. I can't correct or say anything, right, but it's right. kind of a start at least, just to get them. Yeah, that's also something you some can post warm-ups. on
0: YouTube as like a promo for your services. Yeah. Small. Cool. Yeah,
1: there's some options. <laughs> yeah. So it's. There's been adjustments, but I can see how they fit into my long-term goals, anyways. That ways that I wanted to adjust, anyway. So mm-hmm. that was positive, at least. If, yeah, yeah. That's there's a lot so of
0: cool. I didn't realize that you were that you were doing, and what a cool like into integrative voice lesson sort of thing to include movement and all this stuff. That sounds really fun.
1: It's really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. And there's, I only have one student who's a little more just a traditional lesson. She's going into musical theater. She's in high school and that's, I don't really do the other elements Uh with her. I just kind of keep it focused because she has a specific goal. So we'll just work on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But most of my students are in their fifties and sixties, kind of retired and just, I've always wished I sang, or this was something I was always scared to do. And they don't, they're not necessarily on the path that they're trying to go on tour, or perform all the time. So it's, right, it's right. more of a healing and expressive thing. So that's the perfect demographic to practice that with.
0: Yeah. 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 I actually had a couple of people ask me if I did something like that. Um, oh. Yeah. And w- which I don't really, <laughs> but, but it sounded interesting to me. Like that, that's what they were interesting. Cause it, they asked me if I did voice lessons and I was like, well, you know, and then I, I explained, I, I guess I would, you know, I guess I would do like sounding stuff. They're like, Oh, well I'd be interested in doing that.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that's, that's really, that just sounds like so much fun. I'm I'm so excited for you. So, so you're, you're taking obviously a break from, from touring. Um, do do you feel like in the future when all portals are open, you will like kind of combine these two things and you'll do some live and some, or do you think you're
1: I'm not sure like how that. to combine it. Even right now, I'm I'm working on a new redesign of my website, and right now I have like two column or two options of directions to go. It's like a welcome page, mm-hmm. and then it's um, so the studio is called Inner Space Creative Studio. So you can go to Inner Space or you can go to Live Music. Uh-huh. So I have them separate, but I'm trying to. I haven't made this website live yet because I'm still figuring out how to integrate the two. Um, like they're both me, but they're very different aspects of me and different offerings. Uh-huh. offering. So, um, yeah, that's, that's like the final puzzle piece is how to combine them or if I, if to combine them or if I keep these as separate businesses and different identities in a way or different uh-huh. presentations, not identities, but different presentation. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the final piece that I'm hoping to work out very soon.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was just thinking like, will you be doing live on the weekends and like
1: this stuff Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During, yeah, the, yeah. Week? during like, the week. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I, I, I. it's funny. I don't think I would have that mental sort of gymnastics going on. I think I would just, I mean, I have. It's like on my website, there's a little work with me tab and something clicks yeah. on it and they see like, you know, you can take, I've been teaching harmonium lessons. Oh, great. People really, Um have asked me about that but but yeah I mean but you have but you also have sort of like a whole studio so yeah there's I've been going through something like that with my name change like
1: okay (laughs) yeah Yeah. how to transition and (laughs) and blend it together and yeah um yeah it's 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 possible but it's it's um it's definitely a transition and figuring out yeah how to display that publicly so that people don't get confused or they understand what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or that like you just feel like it's the right way to, to do right. it. You know, like it, it feels, feels, cor- I don't know, like feels right to you. Know, yeah. To you Cause yeah. So is yeah, there anything definitely. else that's going on in your life that's, uh,
1: um, you? well, Everything
0: really is going to be new to someone listening.
1: <laughs> Everything's <laughs> you've never new. A podcast before, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. Um, well, one thing I was thinking would be fun to like chat about today is I know that you've been posting and sharing a lot of things on manifestation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And that's been something I'm really excited about because actually, so you shared something in 2012. I don't know what it was. I don't know if you shared it with me privately. I can't remember. Something, it was like a, some kind of like a ritual assessment in 2012 of kind of, of visioning your future from a specific date in 2012. And um, <laughs> I don't remember this, at all. Interesting. <laughs> but I still have the paper. It was just like a writing exercise and just kind of getting clear in your, in your brain about what you're wanting, you know? And I still have the papers. And so that's what, eight years ago? Um, and I'm just like laughing about it. because So all these things that I wrote eight years ago are manifesting now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And oh, neat. and in the process of, and I think in the next couple of years, they'll be pretty solid. So that's an entire decade.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: I feel so much like what, what is new for me is that I've, in the last couple of years, completely cha- shifted my brain to to just surrendering I guess in general and um and after like going against the current and working so hard and trying to make things happen especially with my career and comparing myself to other people like they got it and I couldn't figure out how, like I guess I think of it as kind of like yang energy, just like fiery, like trying to make it happen. Nothing's working. This kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. The second, like my brain shifted to not giving up, but just like, it's going to take, it's, it's going to be the timeline that it is. I'm not in control of the timeline. Mm-hmm. Suddenly this, everything's just like falling into place. And I thought that would be something that'd be cool to talk with you about. Cause I know that's something that you are, excited about right now, I guess, or, you know, um, yeah,
0: I mean, so what I find really interesting is that, yeah, you can, let me clear my throat. So I don't, I don't do the, the visioning so much anymore. I place my emphasis on, um, Presenting as little resistance to each moment as possible. So Mm -hmm. if I find myself like in resistance to a moment, then I'm asking myself, okay, what's my limiting belief here? Mm -hmm. Um, How do I, how do I prove that wrong to myself? Because I know any sort of limitation that I impose on myself is me, you know, it's not Mm -hmm. inherent in the situation. So I kind of work through that. And then what I found is that, yeah, the things that I, a lot of the things that I thought I wanted come into my life. But what's happened more is that things that I didn't, I couldn't have imagined, yes, come into my life. So, like, yeah. I think that for me is is has been like um, an aha moment, you know, of of going like, I really can't imagine what right. is going to come because I'm where I am and not where I'm going right. <laughs> right now. Yeah, and what can be is so much greater than what I could, what I yes. could imagine, you know.
1: Yes. Um yeah, I used to do the exercise of saying, you know, this or something better, like leaving it open mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. that I'm not even aware of.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Um Yeah, so interesting. So um uh, my fiance Brian is just one of those people, just innately, he it's like a joke. Like if he can't pay his couldn't pay his rent, he would just walk down the street and there'd be a hundred dollar bill. Like that actually happened. Like that kind of thing. He's just like in that flow all the time. And uh, so recently, his cousin was asking him, like, "How do you? Why is life easy for you?" And he, <laughs> it's not it's not easy for him. But like, he was saying, I don't know. He, he just like approaches things a little different. Like with his goals, he like puts like the seed of the idea out there, but he doesn't have that urgency or pressure to make it happen. It's mm-hmm. just like there's that seed, and then he's just aware, like, when the door is open or an opportunity comes, he goes, "Oh yeah, I planted a seed like that. I'm gonna." say yes to this or you know and it's really just really there's just no urgency or no no trying to make something happen so it's like the exact opposite energy of how I was for a lot of time of trying to make things happen mm-hmm. it's just allowing knowing that like it's my it's probably going to look way different than what you thought you know um yeah there but just like putting the little ideas out and then yeah. not being attached to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: and it's interesting that you, you said um, people people think that his life is easy. Right. It doesn't feel necessarily easy to him. I mean, that's something I've realized too Is is – in, in kind of following spiritual teachers for a while, or like following some spiritual path. For me, the end goal was like, oh, at some point, everything's going to just be like, ah, and I'm going to be- Effortless. Yeah. Uh I mean, even the, even the effortlessness, like it does feel better for sure. But Mm -hmm. even that, like, you know, that non-efforting, I mean, there is, there's always going to be doubt. There's always going to be, you know, fear in, in the things that we do. So- you know, the goal, the goal isn't to not feel right? <laughs> right. Like, like not to have negative emotions, but like to, you know, to have an out, I mean, like what you're doing with your, your vocal clients, like to have an outlet for, right. for those emotions to, you know, understand what they're telling you to realize you're not doing it wrong. If you're, you know, experiencing your humanness.
1: Right. You know? And like embracing that as part of your experience, like, yeah. you know those emotions are your allies. If you want to work with them, like you're yeah. saying, yeah. And listen to them and tend to them a little bit. Yeah. So that's been a huge, huge shift. And I remember, so you're a little Im- involved in this, I guess too. So a couple years ago, I can't remember if it was 2017 or 2018, but I went back to Boston just to I just wanted to like be by myself for a little bit and figure out like what wasn't working, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I was really going against the current for a long time. And that created anxiety and depression and all sorts of things. Cause you know, things weren't working out and I was not responding favorably to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, I went back there and I was just totally fine. I just had an ear mattress. And I had a cardboard box for a table and I was just going to be there for like five months. <laughs> when you say there, <laughs> just, like uh,
0: your apartment that you had right. or yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, which now has, it doesn't no longer exist, but I, Oh, <laughs> I, I was like saying goodbye to like that chapter, okay. um, of my life. from when I went to school in Boston and, uh, and yeah, so I, I went back there and your mom was so generous. She okay. let me or gave me. all this furniture and I had nothing. And I was I was except I was okay with that. But like this magic gift of like, suddenly I had a bed and a desk. It's like, Oh, this is great. (laughs) Major game changer. Um, but when I was there, I like, it it sounds, uh, could sound intense or depressing. And I, it's probably what a lot of people have gone through with COVID even, but I like intentionally just wanted to be alone and shut off and like face a bunch of Dark stuff, you know um, and for me, I just kind of like to like dive in and address things, so that's what I did. Um, that's also when I got really into tarot cards i was I was practicing mm-hmm. them a lot, and I was just by myself there and i didn't really I thought when I was there I was going to go out and interact and go to museums and do all this stuff, but I found I had a stayed in my little cocoon and it was like. I was really going through this transformative process of like caterpillar to a butterfly situation you know I was just like in my cocoon cut I cut myself off basically (laughs) from the world um and it was kind of dark and heavy but it was really important because in that I realized that the direction I was fighting for and this like goal and dream of like being a jazz singer and I need to live in New York and I there's a certain vision I want to have like artist friends and this certain like life you know and that's what I was fighting Mm -hmm. really hard for that the doors have not been open for me for and I just had this like shift through through the cards they helped me like be aware of like the shift that that didn't actually fit who I was Mm. and that was like massive for me this thing I've been worked so hard for, you know, like got a college degree in this to be jazz singer, and <laughs> like all these things. I've been working so, so, so hard, um, making lots of sacrifices, living places I didn't really want to, wasn't comfortable in and making a lot of choices and that were not very supportive of me. And I thought it's okay. It's worth it. I'm working towards my goal. It's worth suffering. It's worth not being happy and not enjoying my life because <laughs> I'm working towards this goal. And, uh, I just had this realization that like, when I like, closed my eyes and thought about like how I wanted to feel in my life, there was like, I just got this vision of like warmth and color and this, this really grounded sensation and this whole like sensation that was so opposite of what I was trying to go for. Like what I, the world and the life I was going for kind of had this coldness to it of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like I thought I'd have to be in a city. I thought I had to be especially in New York, um, just, it's exhausting, you know, like going to gigs, setting up your PA and, you know, I thought of, you know, doing that on the subway. And like, that was my whole yeah. thing. And, and being disconnected from family and land, uh, earth. <laughs> and I was just so set that that's what I needed. And then when I realized like, Oh no, like my body wants a yard. <laughs> my body really wants like to have a garden with some healthy food in it, maybe and like some comforts and some stability and some groundedness. And that's a completely different vision than what I've been fighting for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And anyway, when I made that shift, then suddenly not suddenly over over a couple of years, but the initial like intentions that I put out there started to kind of fall into place. And I think because my whole system could relax, you know, it's like mm. now I I live in a supportive environment at the moment that isn't draining me it's actually like can give me some energy Mm -hmm. so I have energy to work on things which I didn't have that before and like (laughs) all these things it's like um yeah it's it's I wasn't in alignment with my own vision Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that That that's huge um yeah and I think also, I was just thinking about this earlier before we talked, so I have it like on my brain right now. Um, but I think also, what also wasn't in alignment with my vision was the motivation behind it, the motivating factors, like the fire behind it was a little more, you know, I should have a career, a little like should in there, a little shame. I, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be successful. I'm supposed to have a life that looks this way. You know, I went to school, for this, so I'm supposed to have this path, yeah. And none of those are positive thoughts. That's, that's like any should or shame or supposed to, like that kind of stuff is so negative. So how could it support your vision if you're just like your motivation in itself is kind of negative?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, so and it it sounds like also kind of the double edged sort of going to such an, an amazing. I mean, you went to Berkeley and Boston, like that's an amazing. Um, that has so, so many talented people in one, you know, one space. Yeah. And, you know, so you're going to learn a ton. You're going to have, you know, interactions with people who, who are talented and whatever, but also you're going to end up comparing yourself yeah. and what and how, how, what the evolution of their quote unquote success is or what, you know, mm-hmm. what they're doing. I mean, I, I only imagine. I wanted to just place in because, um, I did not know that you were going through that at the time. And I remember you texted me and were like, you know, there was some stuff of mine and in, in the furniture that my mom sent you. Oh and yeah. In the midst of all the shadow work, you found it necessary <laughs> to send me a box of my writing or something childhood things yeah Yeah. so that's. I mean that was it was really sweet to me at the time but knowing what you were going through that that's really touching thank you
1: oh yeah of course (laughs) yeah it was cute to see the little drawers had your little things in it still yeah it was really cute (laughs) yeah so that's been just huge for me yeah um and yeah and I think there's just such a lesson in I think we all compare to some extent because we all have egos and just like learning, taking the time to really feel into like, who are you actually? Does that vision that you're comparing to actually match your essence of who you are, you know? And I think most of the time, maybe all the time, it won't, otherwise you would have that life
0: mm-hmm.
1: and be doing yeah. that thing. So like, you know, like I think really taking the time to check into what you actually want to feel in not even like the things you acquire like the specifics but just like how do I want to feel Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what matches that because it's probably not the thing that someone else has because that they probably want to feel a different thing Mm -hmm. they might have a different situation going on so Mm -hmm. um yeah so it's that's been cool. Cause now I'm, I'm opening this studio, which is, I really want to connect one-on-one with people that matters most to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love performing and, and but the part I love about performing is um, kind of like creating an energetic space for people to feel warm and that those feelings that I wanted to feel like cozy and safe and warm and connected. Um, I hope people feel that when they're at my performances and then I like to create that feeling for people one-on-one. And uh I'm excited that now that I've let go of the idea that my career and purpose had to look a certain way, that I'm finally like, oh no, this is the way for me. And it's mm-hmm. not looking like other people's. And that's totally great.
0: Yeah. 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 Cause you're are you Nicole Stromso or Nikki Stromso?
1: Um uh, my friends call me Nikki, but professionally I say Nicole. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, there's never been another you.
1: <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah,
0: of course. It's it's funny. I mean, it does take a while to figure that out, but like you'd think we'd, you think that that would be more impressed upon us, I guess.
1: Right. Or maybe it is mentally, but then yeah. to feel it is a different yeah. level. This like sometimes you, you might be in a tricky situation and you understand it consciously. Right. But you're feeling still are upset about it or whatever. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's a different thing. Um, but I find it even with all my voice students, like a lot of people, singing is very vulnerable, as you know. And so a lot of people have a lot of m- make apologies for like, oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't warm up good enough today, or oh, this is just isn't right, or you know, I could see people getting a little stressed, thinking they're supposed to sound a certain way or supposed to be a certain way and. Um, I'm grateful for going through that shift so that I can really support them and say, no, this is, you're totally fine. This is how you sound right now. And there's no problem with that.
0: Mm -hmm. Like we'll
1: work on making it more comfortable and more fun and more freeing, but I don't want to focus on trying to make them sound like anything. Just get it comfortable and open and so you're enjoying yourself. And then the byproduct of that automatically is that it's going to sound good.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) Nope. I'd actually never considered that singing was vulnerable. Really? <laughs> but I think that's big. Be- I think like I am so, I wouldn't say comfortable because it's never comfortable to be vulnerable, but, but like used to or conditioned. To right. Just being that way all the time. I mean, right. It's a rough way to live life. But, um, but yeah, I mean just, and then the idea that you're, I mean in singing you're, you were, you know, you are expressing, what you said, I'm just, these are like little aha things that are going in my head right now that, yeah, I mean, that's a very, that is, I'm almost going like, well, doesn't everybody live their life that way? But I guess not. No.
1: (laughs) So many people are closed off that way, or they might really, you know, feel things but not have the courage to say them. Mm -hmm. Like even just speaking, not singing, like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of you know, unfortunately, especially women. So I really love working with the teenage girls as my favorite because I really want to inspire them to just like, just go for it, be yourself, have a funny sounding voice if you have, or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, it's, there's nothing worth judging yourself about or conforming to. Um, but yeah, for a lot of people, it's really scary to sing. Yeah. And do you know what someone told me recently. I. I met this woman, she's a fashion designer, and, and she said something that I really loved and I think it might resonate with you. She, someone was saying, someone else that was there was saying, it's funny that I have this, you know, big, powerful voice when I'm singing because my personality is kind of shy and quiet. Not shy, but like, you know, not my personality that I present myself to people is not the same as my singing voice. Um, and... And so this woman had a great observation. she said, people who are expressing loudly and like take up all the energy in the room and those kind of people, she, she, her thought was that they might not have that much pent up inside that they need to express through song. You know what I mean? Or through whatever, because they are constantly um, sharing it. Whereas she was thinking people that are a little more introverted or introspective and Um, they have all this stuff built up inside to share so that by the time they do, it has all this emotion behind it and power because they haven't been sharing it all day. It's been, Mm. they've kept keeping it in themselves all day. Um, Those are not her exact words. She was much more eloquent (laughs) about it, but- No, that makes
0: sense. uh,
1: But when she said that, I thought like, oh, that's a really interesting perspective. I never thought about that, how there's some people that don't really, they're not the personality type to be, sharing and expressing all the time so that when they do, it has all this emotional buildup to it. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. That's interesting yeah. because I've noticed a switch within myself where it is a lot easier for me now to express, especially without like, without a ton of emotion behind it. So it's not like I'm expressing like through trying to provoke somebody or, mm. um, or to, you know, like to try and get them riled up with me sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think that comes with just getting older and like being able to look at yourself a little bit more. And I have definitely a ways to go with that, but, but yeah, I mean, I used to be very quiet and I wouldn't say quiet. I was never a quiet person, but, but maybe wouldn't easily share about something personal with myself. Whereas I would write a song about it and I'd feel totally comfortable right. singing it in front of mm-hmm. the crowd, you know? Right um that's really interesting one of the things that i find really cool about your voice is that which is sort which is sort of related to what you just said is that it sounds so different to me from what i would imagine your voice would sound like do you get that a I lot i get that
1: feedback a lot yes yeah
0: it's yeah. like it's so like i don't know it and and it's not like it's not like impossible like when you sing it makes sense You know, it's not like, how could that come out? But, but it just wouldn't have been what I would have, you know, what, what I would have imagined. Right. I'm a singer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I do hear that. (laughs) Yeah. But so it's interesting to have that woman's perspective on like, Oh, maybe, maybe that has a, a, a piece, maybe what she had to offer has like a a piece of truth to it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, because I, like you, I guess shy isn't, the I really don't like when people say shy, but I think I'm cautious, maybe, I'm careful, um, especially socially, I, I'm just kind of like careful about what I'm interjecting or not wanting to like take attention away from other people, or I don't know, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. careful in that way, I guess, overly, um, yeah, maybe there is something where it's like, okay, this is my opportunity. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Gonna let it all out. This is who I am. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, That's something I'll keep an eye on throughout life and see if it shifts and adjusts over time. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel
0: like because that I mean, you could you could be that way um, in in everything you do because you are able to be that way when you sing, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's and just, I could just own it and be that. Yeah, it would. I would. It would be such a shift from my per- current personality. No. Um, but maybe that's maybe that's a goal to work towards. See if I can get comfortable in all my life to be that way. We'll <laughs> see. Um, like but I, oh, go ahead. Oh no, you you go.
0: Oh, I was just I was going to ask you. Do you like it when people you say you're a singer and they're like, oh yeah, sing something?
1: Hate it. <laughs> Me too. Hate it. Yeah, it's like on the spot yeah <laughs> saying anything like uh <laughs> i'm a carpenter build something right. yeah show me show me your skills <laughs> yeah no it's not into that um yeah it's funny and the things i don't know do you get funny feedback when you're performing like do people come up and just say like i don't know i get people saying the funniest things they're strangest things i what guess would be,
0: what would be strange
1: I mean, there's a whole spectrum. Sometimes they're specific to me. And sometimes like one time this woman came up to me, this was not specific to me, but I thought this was so strange. She came up to me and she goes, you know, my granddaughter likes music. And I was like, cool. But I I was thinking like, I, doesn't everyone like music and she's like like it was like this really rare thing she wasn't saying her granddaughter played music or like wants to learn to sing or it was just that she likes it I thought that was so interesting do you not like music <laughs> you don't like music <laughs> um yeah I thought that was interesting and people just come up and make funny requests or um in times that are totally inappropriate, like this is not a request time, you know, like an actual <laughs> concert or something. It's like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and a lot of people love, I don't know if you have this, a lot of people like to tell me who they think my voice sounds like.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I do get that. Yeah.
1: It's interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you get the same people over and over the same comparisons or do they change yeah. with different people's perspectives? Yeah. Always. How about you? Who, who are your comparisons?
0: Natalie Merchant. Ooh. Like, if somebody's gonna tell me I sound like somebody, that's who it's gonna be. Nice. I think that's the, the only consistent one. Okay. How about you?
1: My most consistent one is Amy Winehouse. Okay. And I don't really think my voice sounds like her, but I think I the think styles of music. Like Natalie Merchant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good comparison. I mean, I like Natalie Merchant's voice. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's more that the style I'm singing, I am I, not always singing jazz songs, but I have like a, a jazz tonality to my voice, I guess, when I'm singing mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And maybe the only other artist they've heard that does, has that is Amy Winehouse, even though she's mm-hmm. not singing jazz, but she kind of has a quality to her voice that sounds yeah jazzy, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's like, oh, I've heard something that kind of is like this before. Yeah. Therefore. Yeah.
0: I think people, I think people find the need to kind of contextualize what they're experiencing. Yeah. Maybe validate it to themselves or I don't
1: know. And it might be their way of saying, I like how you sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Or
1: something, but yeah. instead it says you sound like so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I've been told to go on American Idol a few times, which was funny. Oh, yeah, really funny.
1: me too. And I've had so I, I live exactly between L.A. and San Francisco, right in the middle. And it's a, a small area, but there's a lot of tourists that come through and there's tons of performing opportunities because there's so many wineries and hotels and events, and weddings. And, you know, mm-hmm. you could perform a lot here for sure. Um, but I've had people come up to me and say, like, why aren't you in L.A.? Why are you here? That's happened a few times. Like, I don't really know what would be different if I were in LA, except I'd be performing less, to be honest.
0: Right, and you'd be like, you'd <laughs> have to get people to pay, like, to buy tickets. Right, the pay-to-play yeah, thing
1: It is like a hard things. city to be a musician in.
0: No, but you've just described a perfect space for you to thrive in. Like, that. Right. what a great, what a great, are- like, yeah, there's so many opportunities, You and yeah. you're, like, the perfect genre for it.
1: It it matches. And yeah. I mean, that's part of that shift I had to make in my head was thinking, you know, being in this area wasn't good enough because it's not a city, you know, it's not the cool place or whatever. Um, and just, yeah, exactly. Like you're saying, when I made that awareness, like, oh, this actually supports me and I fit here.
0: Mm-hmm. Not like, only why that,
1: am I, why am I fighting this?
0: <laughs> yeah. But like now, I mean, it hardly matters where you are.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Music travels, you know?
1: You chewer, there's internet, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter at all. Yeah. 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 yeah how, cool. how do you, are you liking the music scene in Seattle? What's that like? I,
0: I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I moved here in December. Okay. My, you know, my, my main concern was like getting my kids adjusted and stuff. So right. I, I've, I've really just brought my recording studio to another location. At her, you know, right. Again, it doesn't matter where it is. So right. I don't have a band here yet or anything like that. Right. Yeah. But I know that there are a lot of talented
1: people. They exist. The, yeah. The yeah. musicians exist there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'll meet up with them when we're all, when, when it's all the right time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. How has um, COVID affected you?
0: Well, it, I mean, it was funny because, so I put my kids in school um, the second week of February for the first time ever, they'd been homeschooled forever. Um, and then they were in for six weeks and they were out. So wow. for me, it was, it was weird. It was like, wait, I just, I just made a huge choice to put them in school for the first time. right? And then they were sent back to me. And so now I'm back at square one. So, yeah, so I, I was, I was a little peeved at that for, for a little while, not because I don't like being around my kids, but just because I felt like I, you know, I got a schedule and I was able to go to yoga classes and make sure that I got my recording time in and, you know, all these things. Um, yeah. and my, and, and I, I do all this coaching. So that was a lot easier when they were away. Um, mm-hmm. because now when I coach, it's sort of like, so, you know, my kids may interrupt us. We'll make up the right. time if we need, but, you know, I mean, it's all very, it, it people, people are very understanding, but um, but yeah, so it's, it, it hasn't changed my life too much since most of what I was doing was online anyway.
1: Right.
0: Um, but moving did change it cause I was doing more live stuff in Phoenix.
1: Yeah. So. And that's a huge move. Yeah. 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 But I
0: love, I love it here. It's so gorgeous. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like where you are too. So pretty.
1: So pretty. Yeah. I'm very, very fortunate. and yeah specifically where I'm living at the moment there's it's on some acreage and I can be outside so I didn't really feel trapped like I'm very lucky for this this shelter in place I keep just calling it COVID but I assume (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) this whole shelter in place thing (laughs) um yeah uh I got to still go outside and walk out my door you know and Um, we've had a few friends that live in the city come up and stay with us that haven't, don't even have like a porch or a mm-hmm. balcony or anything off their apartment. So they just wanted to be outside and not be around people. And so it's been really cool that we've been able to provide a getaway space for friends yeah. um, who are in that position that they feel trapped. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been pretty fortunate that I have some Beautiful things to look out the window at, you know? Yeah. And I mean, not, gosh, a, not a cement wall. Or, yeah. yeah.
0: Imagine if you were the singer in New York right now. Whoa. That's
1: true. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I could handle that, especially in the cold weather when it first started. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I would just imagine being inside and having it gray outside and feeling stuck. And right. yeah, okay. definitely feel for people in that position.
0: Yeah. And I was supposed to be, um, rving around the country that really was i was gonna do if i hadn't gotten divorced yeah so huh. i'm i mean both me and my ex-husband were like god thank god we didn't do that like yeah <laughs> we were gonna sell our house and buy an rv
1: wow and
0: we would you know we'd have s- such limited places that we could right, right now. yeah yeah i
1: think i mean right now some things have opened back up but um I did a couple, like we, I drove with my brother to pick up a friend in Oakland area mm-hmm. to, to bring that friend back down here so that they could shelter in place here for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the drive up, there was nowhere to use a bathroom. Like every mm-hmm. gas station was caution taped around the bathrooms. the, rooms. the um, oh, wow. fast food place at just like the moment we went was when things got really serious in California, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah fast food places you couldn't go in you could only do drive-through and i even tried to get creative and go like home depot or go like there has to be somewhere but nowhere so i was just thinking if you're on a long road trip or something i mean you don't have to have a bathroom but it's really would be very limited with any options yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah my my uh, sister-in-law um like pat my i call her my sister now because she's not in law anymore yeah as she she drives for, like, um, like Uber Eats or, you know, whatever those, like, food delivery things. And that was one of the complaints that they were having was, like, there's no room to use a bathroom, you know. Mm-hmm. So the restaurants actually started opening up their bathrooms for just oh, okay. the drivers, which, you know, it's cool. That's there's nice. There's a lot of things you just don't think about when you're not. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. Not yeah. Thinking. And, like, it's such a weird, intense time right now with so many things, but some – like our country's so divided intensely right now. Um, but I also got in the beginning of COVID or shelter in place, I got glimpses of people like really working together and that, you know, to understanding like everyone's, no one's enjoying this necessarily. <laughs> and, and it was really interesting sharing something um, internationally, like knowing, you know, you're going through something, so, the same fears and concerns as someone across the world. Um, I thought that there was like a unifying element of that that I found really interesting. Yeah. Um, amidst all the opposing forces right now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, for a moment, there was like this glimpse I had of like, oh, cool, everyone's kind of like working together for the most part or trying, not everyone, but a lot of people yeah. are coming together who might not have been. Yeah. Um, or working together to create solutions like the bathroom thing for Uber drivers or, you know, mm-hmm. just like little things of like, okay, like I can understand that situation. It's not cool. Let's see how we can work on that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I got more glimpses of that cause I'm in a small community, a small town area. Uh, but it was interesting. Like local businesses got seemed pretty supported during that time mm-hmm. and you know, people were extra trying to buy from them and not online on Amazon or something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the
0: restaurants here doesn't seem like they're hurting. Like where we are, I mean, like we've tried to order takeout a couple of times from restaurants, and I, I don't know if that's just because they're understaffed too, but it, it seems like they're getting a lot of of orders because we've tried and they've been like, "Sorry, you know, you had to call in earlier because we're 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 swamped. You know, we can't yeah. make any more food."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like
0: well, that's great. Yeah,
1: that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's been that good here since it's a smaller, small yeah. area. So less demand, but
0: well, it's an you know, maybe in cities, it's an interesting dynamic here because so many of the people where I am work for the large tech companies. Right. And so they're definitely still a lot of them, not, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them are still employed and have pretty sick. Right. Cause jobs. they, people can
1: work from home. Yeah.
0: And there's, you know, they're stuck at home. So they're probably going to be ordering out more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe a good time to be a restaurant owner in Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so cool. I haven't been to Seattle yet. I really I would like it. to come check it's it out. Such a, it's such
0: a cute little polished city. I don't live in Seattle. I live kind of outside of Seattle, but it's, right. It's a it's a very um, forested suburb. Like it, it feels nice, almost country ish. Like, yeah more populated
1: yeah really cool yeah yeah I so last year I did a tour just with my guitarist uh, to make it so that we actually had some profit at the end of it yeah <laughs> barely but otherwise we wouldn't <laughs> have at all if we had to worry about like multiple people's gas money and all yeah, that you know, yeah anyway. so um yeah we did a three-week tour and we went up to Spokane and we spent I had a few performances in Spokane. So we, we stopped in Spokane before going into Montana area. And then we stopped in Spokane on the way back to, um, and Spokane is pretty cool. It is. Yeah. I liked it. We were in, I think it was like the East. I forget the neighborhood we were in. I forget now, but it was, um, it almost had like an old San Francisco vibe to it. This particular neighborhood we were in and different colored houses and little community coffee shops and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I was. Yeah, it
0: was cute. I, I was. Like ta- I for those of you that missed our text. Community, oh yeah. <laughs> for the podcast, we were talking about how I went to Spokane. What um, last week? Yeah, down memory lane with my uncle and saw like my my great grandmother's house. And wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. 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 So I, I did. So also for those of you who don't know. <laughs> Porter and I are related. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably talk about that. Say something that in, in the, the beginning. Intro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it was interesting for me going up there just to kind of visualize, I was just imagining like my great grandparents who, who both were raised up there on neighboring farms. So mm-hmm. the Dewey side that's related to you. And then, Larson side not related to you oh, okay. and they're I didn't realize
0: both of your oh, wow. yeah
1: and they're like neighbors I guess but on mm-hmm. big acreage I don't know how I think it was still a long distance between the two neighbors yeah. um yeah so I was just kind of just imagining them as kids running through around Flathead Lake there's in in Coeur there's all at least the time I was there had all these wildflowers and um kind of like fields mm-hmm.
0: Oh, but there were like ton, like huge expanses of yellow flowers. Like, yes. The yellow flowers. The entire mountain. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my uncle said he thought that was canola.
1: But they oh, were really?
0: Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So beautiful. And so we were on a mission on the tour, so we didn't really stop and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and check things smalled out. canola. Right. Smell the canola. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just picturing just from stories I've heard just, picturing kids running through the fields by the lake. And um, so my, my side of the family had a, a house near Flathead Lake in Montana. And, um, but my, even my, so was my great grandparents, but my grandma would go up there in the summers every summer and stay with her grandparents, you know, and I was picturing her out there. And, and I was just wondering, like, I wonder if they were here. I wonder if they went down this road. I wonder, you know. That's so Um, cool. I don't know if that's similar to what you were feeling. Do you
0: remember how we're related?
1: Yes, but I – okay, so it's it's your grandpa or grandma Dewey? Grandpa. Okay, so your grandpa and my great-grandpa.
0: My grandpa, Don – yeah, Dewey. Yeah, okay. Okay,
1: so your grandpa is the brother of my great-grandpa. So even though you and I are the same age, we're like – and the family tree-wise were, like, a generation right, because off. Because
0: my, my parents had kids pretty old. Maybe.
1: I think a common – and I think my great-grandpa was, like, the oldest of the brothers, and maybe your grandpa was one of the youngest. And okay. then – yeah, He my, was
0: the middle. who was the middle one.
1: Okay. Because my grandma, who was your cousins with your mom – so my grandma and your mom are cousins. Okay. Um, but my grandma was, like, way older than your mom, obviously. Okay. So it's that age gap somehow. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So – Somehow it is that you and I are the same age, but a generation (laughs) apart.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm slightly older, but yeah. Yeah. But not a whole generation. No. Yeah. You wouldn't think I was a whole generation, but I am.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how, that's how we're related. So yeah, that Dewey side was both up, up in the Montana, Idaho, Washington area. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it it became. I mean, I know I've heard that before, but it's it was harder for me to conceptualize because I felt so removed from that. Like I've heard stories of Lake Cordelline, but I never knew what it really looked like. Yeah, you know. And I, my mom had talked about Spokane, but like I couldn't really picture it because I'd never been there. Now it's a lot more real.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it helps to have a visual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So did you grow up going back there? Mm -hmm. Like, was that the first
1: time or? No, oh, neither. Um, I went back when I was like three. I have some memories of hanging out at Flathead Lake okay. when I was little, three or four. Oops. Hang on. <laughs> okay, I unplugged my microphone on accident. Are you there? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm still here. Oh, wait,
1: now. Oh, there you are. Buffalo and... Uh, yeah, it's being on the lake. It's just gorgeous with all the trees surrounding it. Um, and I always had kind of a connection. I did like school reports on my great grandparents. I interviewed my great grandpa um, Dewey, so the one we're related to. I have like uh, they don't exist anymore, but there are these little <laughs> yeah. like handheld recorders with like these mini cassette tapes in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a couple cassette tapes I did for a school project where I interviewed him all about his childhood. Um, and I need to convert those digitally somehow. You might be interested because he probably talks about your grandpa and him. I would yeah. imagine.
0: Oh wow! I don't really yeah.
1: remember now? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it was so crazy okay. hearing about how, like, so where we were. I mean. Now when, I can't
1: hear you. Sorry. Oh. Let me Can you see hear me? what's going on.
0: I'm not muted.
1: La mm-hmm. la 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 la.
0: La 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 la. Can you hear me? No. Hello, hello? Can you hear me?
1: What happened?
0: I don't know. Are your your headphones plugged in? Is that, can you hear me? No. <laughs> My mouth is moving, but no sound is coming out.
1: Okay. Now let's try.
0: Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that happened, but now I hear you.
0: Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So my, my uncle has this really beautiful house now that he's built on the lake. Yeah, he and his, his wife built, I guess, but when they would go, it was like free land and camping, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So they had like a little, you know, like, sh- like covering ring that they had built. And then, you know, they would, they would just sort of sleep under the stars, I guess.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. Huh. So it, it's evolved a little bit. I mean, now it's really, it's very nice to be at his house. And um, yeah, in the boats and stuff.
1: Really cool. Cool. Well, yes. thank
0: you, Nikki, Nicole, for, <laughs> for coming on my, my podcast.
1: Yes, I love um, that you have a podcast. It's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Tell everyone how they can find you and if they want to work with you, how would they? Yeah.
1: Okay. So Nicolestromso.com. N-I-C-O-L-E-S-T-R-O-M-S-O-E. Right now it's, I haven't switched my new website over, but right now there's, you you can still fill out the contact form. Mm -hmm. It's more just performance based at the moment, but um, very soon it will also be Lesson based on my website, so I will have different options. So if you go to the Inner Space Creative Studio, part of the website, uh, you can work one-on-one with me uh, over Zoom. And I've finally figured out how to make Zoom better for me. Okay. Um, yeah, and so other like I can do one service is intuitive like guidance or or like kind of coaching with that, um, or they can be lessons that also have that element, voice lessons. They can be just traditional voice lessons with none of that. If that's more your preference, um, yeah, kind of just come create sessions based off of who someone is and what they are receptive to.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Well, have a great day.
1: Thank you. You too. It was very nice talking to you and seeing you. You too. Yeah. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review that helps other people find it. I love you. Bye.